What's up, everybody? This is the Hodgepodge Nothingness Podcast, and I am David Korb. Wow, that, that game last night really sucked. Uh, that was horrible to to just sit through. It's been a rough series in general to watch the Pirates come into Chicago and just, just absolutely can't, can't pitch at times, can't hit, and just can't field last night. Uh, and it's just been, it's just been, this has been a tough series for Pirate fans. Um, just to get into it, uh, you know, in the beginning of the game, the Pirates, you know, they put two runs up pretty good. Bay had a nice hit down third base line. Uh, he continues to hit for average, I mean, batting 270 and has stayed in that for a while now. Um, the hit and run by delay to get Bay to third, that was really nice. That was nice of him. That was nice situational hitting uh, if the hit and run was indeed on. Um, Marcano had a nice hit to left field to score uh, Bay as well. Um, that was uh, funny when Santana hit the ball to Bellinger and he decided just to step on first base and that scored delay. Uh, I don't know what Bellinger was doing. He he had a chance. He could have he could have went for a double play, but just 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 punted on it in general. Like nope, I'm just going to take the the out at first. And you could tell that uh, pissed off Stroman a little bit. And uh, that was just funny to watch. Uh, Bay could have had another hit, but uh, Hap had a nice diving catch to Rob Bay, and and it would have that had been he'd have been had two hits on the night. Um, but then literally that coming next inning, uh, Reynolds has a nice catch to Rob Bellinger on a on a line drive too. So that was a really nice catch by Reynolds, uh, coming full speed on a line drive and diving and making that catch. Um, so the Pirates early were making good defensive plays too, um, but. Uh, the whole thing that happened with the Morrell triple, then the Medrigal hit by a pitch, was just ridiculous with the umpires. I mean, you didn't even give, uh, you don't even give Shelton the 15 seconds to challenge because you guys hurried up and huddled to talk about it, and and Shelton, you know, he waits for you guys to get done, and then and then you wouldn't let him challenge. It was like, look, if you're if you're gonna not. Give him if you're gonna hurry up and start hulling around, then then you can't. You gotta understand he's not gonna interrupt you guys. He was actually being courteous and polite and waiting for you to get done. And so he gets punished for it. That was just complete bullshit. That he wasn't allowed to challenge to hit by pitch. And, and I, I those umpires last night they were they were fucking horrendous. Like let's be honest here. That umpire behind home plate, I his strike zone. It was a foot by foot, everywhere extra, uh, on so many different. It wasn't just Pirates. It was, it was Cubs hitters too. Like I, I, the calls were just. I mean, that one Bob Walk was like, "There's no way the computer was was wrong and it was that high." And it's like, "Nah, bro, it was that high. It was it was a really bad pitch that should not have been called a strike." Uh, and that was for the Pirates. I helped the Pirates, but either way, it was just horrible uh, game by the umpires, especially the ump behind home play. I. I no idea. They have they've widened the strike zone. I'm just convinced of it now to speed up play. Um, what else? Oviedo was doing really good in four innings. He had eight Ks, uh, but then he struggled and and you know with runners on Hernandez, he comes in there, gets absolutely wrecked. Throw walking guys, giving up hits. I it, it was bad. It was tough to watch. You know, De Los Santos comes in there, you know, then before you know it, man, it's 7-2 in the blink of an eye. I mean, for a half an hour, 
a misery as a Pirate fan. You're just sitting there watching that. Uh, from the infield hits to the, the air by Mercano to what could have been a double play by Hayes, but he didn't catch the ball. And, and don't get me wrong, it was a tough play, a hard line drive, you know, that he had to try to, you know, make a nice catch on. They thought he had the ball. He tried to step on the bag, and it was like, oh, shit, I don't even have the ball. It, it, but it, it was just... The whole the whole thing was just tough to sit through. Uh, you know, once again, they get a lead, and, and they, they shit the bed and couldn't keep it, and and, uh, and then it snowballed. And it, the second night in a row, it was just like, man, what the hell? Uh, and then uh, Pirates batters were just... Don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't mind swinging at first pitches, but a lot of these first pitches by Cubs relievers were not even in the the, the zone. Pirates would get up left and right swinging at pitches they had no business swinging at against a bullpen that's not even that great. Like work the count, man. Like you might be able to get some walks and then get you know a better pitch to swing at. But they were just you know and, and a, a typical of, of a young team too. You know, young team they're gonna. Make mistakes. It's just frustrating to watch, and uh, you know, just just before you know it, man, seven two, and and that's and that's how the game ended. I mean, uh, De Los Santos, you know, to his credit, I, I, you know, he did okay. He gave up a run, but like in general, he he looked all right. Um, but at the same time, I'll get to the next thing I want to talk to you about him. But uh, Perdomo looked good. I, I really like that Perdomo kid they've called up. I, I, I think that kid, I like him. Um, his fastball hits around 95. I think maybe he had tops out at 96. Um, he's got a nice two-seam as well. Uh, I, I like him. Nice lefty. I like the way uh, he really uh, hides and tunnels the ball when he comes in with it. it I, I like the kid. Uh, moving on, my LVP of the game. Uh, I went with Marcano. Um the bobble when Morrell got stuck between third and second, that hurt because they needed an out really freaking bad. Um, and then the air with the bases loaded, balls hit right to you. you got to make that play. A routine ball hit right to you, and, and he didn't make the play. Um, and then, uh, honorable mention, I was going to say Hernandez. I mean, y- you come in to put out the fire, and you gaslit it more. I mean, literally. Uh, control, could you know, the walks... Hits, uh, just horrendous. My MVP was delay. Uh, look, he was the only guy on the team last night that had two hits, and I and I know the one was a you know he was like a check swing to second because nobody was there on the hit the hit and run. But either way, my man had two hits. You know, the guy has still maintained a three hundred batting average. And don't get me wrong, like I know it's in limited bats compared to hedges, but at the same time, my guy when he does get up there. He's got a he's got a three oh eight batting average and a seven ninety eight OPS. I'm mean, like for the backup catcher, I mean hitting wise, he has outperformed this starting catcher by a lot hitting. And that's just the truth. So I decided, you know what? Out of all the misery last night, I mean I could easily get to Joe with the double, but you know, in general it's just like no, I'm gonna go with the guy that I thought got on base the most most impactful. So I, I'm going to go with delay. Um, man, our our bullpen, you can just tell they're taxed, and it's due to the lack of innings from starters. And you know, I got to ask, what is Ben Charrington doing? You know, Holderman gets hurt, and you call up De Los Santos, 
with a 6.55 ERA at tri- at AAA. Meanwhile, you got Carmen Mazinski, like who's got a 3.16 ERA at AAA. He you drafted him. He was in your first draft. The kid's been in the system a while. Like, give the kid a shot. Like, he's doing well at AAA. Like, I, I don't understand it. I mean, if you're if you really want to. You know, you go from Holderman to De Los Santos, it's like, that's kind of a drop, man. Like, why don't you bring up a guy that, that's got half the ERA that De Los Santos has got who's been productive at AAA? It just didn't make sense to me. And then on top of that, right now, you only got four starters. You got Avieta, Ortiz, Hill, and Keller. So you're either going to have to let Beto go five or more innings from here on out, or you're going to have to send Contreras to, to, down and, and bring up, like, Caleb Smith to eat innings for you. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to do something, cause it's killing your bullpen, and you didn't exactly bolster it in my opinion last night. So, you know, I look, I like, I could easily say, hey, give Quinn Priester a start or two, but I know better. I know they're not gonna do that. They're not, they're not gonna give him a shot. And look, the kid, maybe he, maybe he still needs to develop more too. Maybe you know, you don't want to stunt that a little bit. But at the same time, like, they got to do something. If they're not gonna go this route, then, and, you know, when I talked about this on the. Uh, uh, Pirate fan forum with Gary Morgan and Jim Stan, like, you know, we all talked about this. Like, they're going to have to do something, whether it be trade or or bring up one of these guys to eat innings. They're going to have to do something because if they sit here on this right now, things are only going to get worse. This is really only the beginning. Now you've got a three game uh, series against the the Brewers, you know, in Milwaukee. After a horrendous series against the Cubs because of the pitching being so bad, it's going to get rough. And the thing that saddens me the most is the fact that they're still in first place. And I'll get to that in a second. You are in the middle of a division race, and you are in first place. And it's middle of June. We are literally two to three weeks away from a trade deadline coming to where you're going to have to decide, are you going to be a buyer or a seller? And right now, as we sit, you you technically should be a buyer. But the moves being made, it's just like, mm, you're not really showing me that you're really wanting to be in this. It's more or less, it's the typical Ben Charrington. He is going to stay the course, not alter anything, and it doesn't matter if they're losing every game by 10 runs or if they're winning by 10 runs. Things are not going to be made to actually, one, make a difference, or two, have any impact to anything. Like, it's just, it's just, it's very frustrating. I don't know what they're doing, and I don't know if they're going to do anything at all. And that's what's really frustrating. You have a team that's actually playing above projections. It is middle of June, it's the summertime, and they're still in this. Do something, Ben Charrington, please. All right, moving on. Go ahead and I'm going to do the division check. Uh, as we sit, Pirates are 34 and 33. They're still in first place somehow, uh, but losing three games to a division uh, uh, team is just, just killer. Anyways, they've gotten lucky. Milwaukee has sucked just as bad. They've lost their last six. They're 34 and 34. They're down to 500 even. Half a game only behind the Pirates. Cincinnati is now 34 and 35. They are only one game back of the Pirates. They are 8-2 and two in their last 10. They've won their last 5. Uh, but their run differential is still negative 29. So, like, I just don't see that lasting very long. Young. They are so young. 
So I don't know. Cubs are in fourth place, 31-37. They're only three and a half back now. At one point, they were like six, seven, and here we are. You get swept by them, and they're right in it. They're five and five, like I said, one of the last three against us. And then uh, St. Louis continues to be horrendous. <laughs> they're 27 and 42. They're eight games back. They're two and eight in their last 10. They're on a losing streak as well, five. Uh, their run differential is down to negative 13. So, yeah. Uh, it's 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 the same it's the same you know for a couple of these teams in our division it's a horrible division the division's bad all, all five of these teams if any of them would make the playoffs they're probably going to get smoked i mean I, i'm just being honest and uh, you know and, and that's the way i look at it i mean i i look at the wild card here so your top teams in the NL right now are Atlanta Arizona and the Pirates your wild card is the Dodgers, the Marlins, and the Giants. And then on the outside looking in, it's the Phillies, Milwaukee, and Cincinnati, and San Diego. So, but, I mean, when I mention some of these teams, the Pirates, you think they really are going to, you really think they can take them? Right now, no. <laughs> not at all. Not even close. So, I... I don't know. Like I said, they've, they've got to do something here. If, if, they, if they want to keep this ship afloat then they they have to make a move of some sort whether it be another pitcher from down at triple a to eat innings or they have to make a trade and it's gonna have to happen soon but all right so tonight the pirates are gonna be taking on the brewers uh it's gonna be rich hill facing julio tehran uh tehran's righty. he's got in four games he's one and two with a 148 era uh, 24.1 innings pitch, 16 Ks, and a .95 whip. He's been really good since he, uh, the the um, Brewers brought him up. Um, yeah, uh, he. I don't know. Uh, he's doing really well for them right now. So I don't. The way the Pirates have been hitting, I I I'm not really sure how this would is gonna go. Uh, it's Rich Hill facing him as I said, 13 games. Rich Hill six and five. He's been doing really well. Uh, 4.23 ERA. 72.1 innings pitch, 67 Ks, and a 137 whip. Like I said, the, the, the old man's been actually doing pretty good. And his last seven games, he's three and three with a 428 uh, ERA. Uh, yeah, he, he's been doing he's been doing really well. Um, so I I don't know how this is going to shape up. I, I expect Hedges back tonight to catch Hill. Um, Bay's going to start. Marcano's going to start. Um, I, I don't know if they'll have Palacios in right field. They'll bench Joe. Uh, that's probably how it's going to happen. It's hard to tell who they're going to give a break to, too. So I, I don't know with these lineups anymore. Um, but, yeah. So um, I could go ahead and get into, like, you know, individual stats if I wanted to um, for the Brewers just to give you a little scouting report on them of who's been doing really well for them if it ever brings it up. So, Wow. Yelich is actually leading their team in batting average. Then Contreras, the uh, catcher, 239. Then Anderson at 231. Telez at 231. Then Weimer at 213. Home runs, Telez leads the team with 12. Then Adamas at 10. Anderson, 9. Then Yelich was tied with him for 9. Then Contreras. Uh, Anderson for them has 33 RBIs. Yelich, 30. Telez, 29. Adamas, 28. Weimer, uh, 23. Stolen bases, Yellick leads the team in stolen bases, 16. Uh, I mean, it's not that great, but at the same time, he's their stolen base leader. Uh, Weimer, 10. That's kind of telling, actually. 
<laughs> uh, runs, Yellick leads the team at 46. On base percentage, Yellick leads the team. Yellick low-key having a decent season, it looks like here. Yeah, 367 on base percentage. Contreras, 335. Anderson, 327. Telez, 305. Uh, slugging, Telez, naturally, uh, with 433 slugging. Yellick, 430. Contreras, 415. Um, OPS is Yellick with 791. Contreras, 750. Telez, 738. So, yeah, I mean, literally, it's it's Yellick who's been doing the best for them with Telez behind him and, and Anderson, those guys and Contreras. Those have been their their top hitters, it's looking like. For pitching, uh, no surprise here. Burns qualifies with a 3.44 ERA. And then Peralta with a 4.73 ERA. Uh, wins, Burns has 5, Peralta 5, Lauer 4, Miley 3. Saves for them is Williams. He's got 10 for them. Wilson 3. Yep, Bryce Wilson. That's the one uh, former Pirate we had. And Whip is Burns at 110. Burns with the batting average against, which is 207. Then Peralta 251, which is important when it comes to the Pirates batters. And uh, yeah, guys, I mean, that's really it. Um, I don't like I said, Pirates. They've got to they got to make some moves here. Uh, honestly, the way they're playing right now, the way the pitching staff's going, it's a way game. I, I'm hoping they can take one of three against the Brewers. Uh, honestly, I, I I would love to see a series win, but man, right now I'll be I'll be glad to see them get a win in Milwaukee and get out of there. You know how it is for them in Milwaukee too. It ain't no it ain't no picnic either for them there as well. Besides Wrigley Field, so yeah, I'm I'm hoping that they can. I'm hoping that they can somehow pull off a a win in Milwaukee and get out of there, and, and I'll be happy, honestly. Anything else is a bonus. All right, guys, that's all I got. Uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, like to subscribe, please hit the add button, the plus button, whatever, or the uh, subscribe, follow button. Um, also, I'm on a Steelers Sanctuary podcast with David Beryl, SteelersSanctuary.com. Uh, I was on the Pirate Fan Forum with uh, Gary Morgan and Jim Stamm. Uh, that might be getting posted up on YouTube today, today I think. Uh, I'm not quite sure, but also keep an eye out for that. But all right, guys, that's all I got. Take care. I'm out.